Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today's episode is how to intentionally build a high-value network. We'll do that in just seven minutes with John Corcoran. Now, John is an attorney, a writer, a father, a former Clinton White House writer, and speechwriter to the governor of California. And throughout his career, he's worked in Hollywood, the heart of Silicon Valley. He's owned his own boutique law firm in the San Francisco Bay Area, which worked primarily with small business owners and entrepreneurs. He's recently uh, become the co-founder of Rise 25, which is an agency focused on helping B2B businesses generate qualified leads and referrals and strategic partnership using done-for-you podcasts and done-for-you lead generation using LinkedIn and content marketing. Rise25 also hosts an in-person and virtual trainings for e-commerce enterprises and professional service business owners. He's the creator of the Small Business Revolution and has interviewed over 500 guests for Smart Business Revolution podcast, which he started in 2012. And he's been profiled in numerous publications and books throughout the planet. John, it's fantastic to have you here, my man. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Thanks for having me. So are you ready? I know you are, but are you ready for seven questions in seven minutes? Let's do it. So, John, um, uh, we had quite a list there of, uh, of, of people that you serve, but who's your ideal client? Sure. So I, I think an ideal client for us is similar to uh, where we come from, which is a B2B type of uh, professional with a high client lifetime value that um, is looking to make their time go further and save time and uh, use content marketing as a networking tool. Beautiful. So what is the problem that those people, John, have in common and the problem that you are able to solve through your systems techniques and methods? Well, so we're recording this in December of 2020, and um, you know the pandemic's been going on for about eight or nine months now. And the common problem right now is a lot of people who um, were having trouble, like they were getting leads, they were getting referral partners through going to lunches, dinners, coffee, coffees, conferences, face-to-face -face type of stuff, and all of a sudden you can't. Um, so that's a big category of people who are looking, they want to continue to do business development, they want to continue to get clients, referral partners, but they can't do it physically face to face. And so I've been doing a podcast for 10 plus years now, and it's an amazing tool for business development, for referral marketing, strategic partnerships, all that kind of stuff. And so we, we show people how to do that. But even you know, beyond the, before the pandemic and after the pandemic, it's a more efficient way to work because you can save time, you don't have to travel as much, you can be home with your family, and you can meet, you can meet and connect with more people more efficiently. Excellent. That thanks for that beautiful explanation, John. So question three is, so what are the typical feelings or emotions or symptoms that uh, the, our listeners might have that would give them a signal to reach out and talk to John Corcoran? 
Yeah, great question. Uh, you know, lots of our clients are kind of experiencing the marketing roller coaster where, you know, they get busy, busy, busy with clients, so they don't do any marketing, and then everything slows down, and they haven't done any marketing, so they have to ramp it up again. So there's a lot of people like that. They're just looking for something more consistent and predictable that's going to produce a, a stream of refer referral partners and clients on a consistent basis. That's really the types of people that are frustrated with not having that. And so we help people to put that in place. So the people who are, that are listening to you right now, John, they're do-it-yourself types. And so they'll say, oh, I'll do that myself. So what are yeah. the mistakes that uh, uh, the, our listeners are, make or could make or the mistakes that you see time and time and time again that you have to help people fix? And I can totally relate to that because when I started doing the podcast, I tried to do it all myself. And even when I started bringing in other people to do audio editing and things like that, I oversaw too much of it. And so I got stuck in the weeds on it. What really helped for me was about five years ago, my business partner and I, um, Dr. Jeremy Weiss, he had been a podcaster for as long as I had, actually longer, and been helping other podcasters. And I, one year, only put out seven episodes because I was just too stuck in the weeds on it. He helped me to really revamp my whole process. And the next year, I put out 52. And really, what I realized is that when you focus on the highest and best use of your time, which is using the podcast as a tool for having great conversations with great people, referral partners, strategic partners, clients, then you're going to get much better results. And so if you're listening to this and you're not selling like a $5 widget or something like that, but you have a, a B2B offering of some sort, you have a high client lifetime value in the thousands, then you're going to get much better results if you stop focusing on that, those types of tasks that you shouldn't be focused on. You let someone else handle those pieces that they're probably going to do it better than you anyways. And you can focus your time, energy, and attention on using the podcast as a tool to have great conversations with referral partners, strategic partners, and clients. I'm thinking that you might have asked answered already question number five, which is, John, what's uh, one single valuable free action that our listeners can take, maybe even today, that help break through the barrier that they've got in front of them and start moving forward down this path? Here's a simple one. So oftentimes, the first thing we think about is going out and meeting new people. How do I find new people? Go on LinkedIn, whatever, go to conference, whatever. But oftentimes, the most valuable people, the biggest champions we have out there are our past referral partners. So one thing that I've done for many, many years now is I have a list of all of our clients on the wall. It's in my line of vision. It's right behind my computer screen here. And I have a, a list, the name of the client. I have the date they signed up. And I have the person or the source where they were referred to us. If they came from a community, if they came from a, a group that we belong to, a conference, a person, an interview that I did, I've written it down. The reason I do that is because I want it so top of mind that I can just, at a glance, I can look and I can see who are our best referral partners, who are our best strategic partners, who are our best clients. So what I say to others is you should be, do something like that or be thinking that directly that you know exactly who your best sources are. Because, I mean, I talk to people all the time and I say, who are your best referral partners? Who are your top three referral partners? And they can't answer the question. You know, and that's it's shocking to me. But really, you should not only should you know who they are, but you should be spending time, energy to deepen that relationship with that people because that absolutely will res res result in better, better uh, impact for your business. That's beautiful. I love the fact that you have this physical 
on paper visual sitting there behind that computer screen. That's beautiful. So, John, I know you've uh, thought up a, a valuable a free resource for people. So what is the resource, the gift that you got in mind, and where would they go on your website to get their hands on it? Right. Yeah. So actually, one of the things that people struggle with the most is just the initial outreach piece. Like, what do I say? If I want to reach out, let's say there's someone that I would like to feature, whether it's a client, whether it's a referral partner, whether it's a strategic partner, uh, whether it's someone I don't know or someone that I do already, but I haven't talked to them in a while. What do I say? What do I send in that email? And so, um, yeah, if you go to smartbusinessrevolution.com, you can grab an email template there that can help you with that language. It's actually a bunch of different email templates. I think about about 10 of them in there um, that will help you to figure out what, what language you should use when you're reaching out. Okay, beautiful. Hey, John, we've got about 90 seconds to go, so perfect time for me to say, I ran out of questions. So I asked you six. I told you it'd be seven. So what is the seventh question that I should have, you're hoping for me to ask? I didn't. So what's the question, John, and what's the answer? Yeah. So um, I've been doing a podcast for 10 years. I've seen a lot of people come and go in that time. People who start, they do it for six months or a year, and then they give up. And they don't give up because they don't have the right microphone. They don't give up because they can't get good guests. They give up because they're not getting results. So the question is, how do you get results? How do you, if you were going to start a podcast or even interviewing, you know, people interview on, on YouTube, they do interviews in other, other sources for a book, that sort of thing. I personally think a podcast is the best way to do it. But if you're going to do it, how are you going to, how are you going to get ROI? How are you going to get results? And we alluded to it at the beginning. The answer is you need to take yourself out of the process, focus on the highest, best use of your time and delegate to someone else who's going to handle all the pieces for you so that you can focus on using the right strategy. Because there's enough work in that one piece that you, you know, it's not easy to master that one piece, but if you do master that one piece, then you'll create the resources for yourself. So you don't have to do any of the back end, and you can get great energy from this process. So that's what we do. That's how we designed our business to handle all of that. Um, and happy to chat with anyone who wants to know more details. And I think deep within uh, our interview was you saying, or I said when I read your bio, is uh, you do do it for you services. So listeners, John's the guy you need to go to. Don't try to do this yourself. So John, thanks very much for being with us. And now everybody, in closing, let's focus on this single fact. And that fact is that our businesses do not become extraordinary in a single moment. Instead, they get there as a result of you and I, the owners, learning and applying a proven combination of having the right mindset, following a system of management, and third, leveraging a high-performance team. So thanks for listening to our uh, interview today. And John, once again, thanks for being here with us. Thanks so much, Bill.